from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Well, welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me for another week, another day, Monday, June 1st. Here we go. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up here soon, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center in Des Moines. We're going to talk about Pentecost, Sunday's Gospel yesterday, and a little spiritual chat today. Anthony Digman coming up at 7.15. He's a husband and father of a young family, Catholic speaker and author, educator as well. Uh, His work has been seen really everywhere, EWTN, Radio Maria, Catholic TV. Uh, He's got a book, Contraception and the Church. So we're going to talk to him all about it and his conversion uh, throughout his conversion process to natural family planning and the church's teachings. No Megan Selwell, unfortunately, today, but we'll give that live weekly update today with Mark Amadeo, uh, who will have your news in sports and weather straight from her dad. Uh, coming up today as well, Joe Stopulus. You know, I was thinking to myself last night, Deacon, I don't know if Joe's going to be on because he's hiking right now. Hiking? Yeah. Where? And I, I've been texting him once in a while, but he's out in Utah and uh, with his family in Colorado. They're just on this huge hike. So I don't know. I'll, I'll send him a text. We'll There's see probably a, a bear out there with his phone. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's got his phone, so we'll see if uh, if he's got something in store for us today. Uh, and as we said, we'll have your Saint of the Day coming up in the second half hour as well. So we'll get to it all. Also going to talk a little bit about what's happening in our world today. Uh, the calls for justice, the calls for peace. Uh, I'll, I'll, try to be, I'll try to bring that up with each of my guests because I think it's going to be important. Um, you can't ignore it and can't st- uh, steer away from it, what's, what's happening in our culture right now. So we're going uh, to talk all about that on the show today as well. Deacon Tony Valdez, can you offer our day to Almighty God? God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, it's a, I'll tell you, a, a tragedy all around of what's happening in our culture today, friends, as uh, we seek for justice and peace in our culture today. And the Church certainly has something to say for that. No question about it, John. It's been a very uh, tough weekend and uh, a birthday I'll never forget. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll say that. We had a lot of things uh, happen. And uh, when you said Joe Stopulus, uh, take a hike, he literally did. So I, I know you've uh, made that comment to him a few times, Yes, John. he is out uh, on a big hike right now with the family. Two-week hike, actually. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, I'm sure he's got some um, um, nature uh, experiences that he's going to share. That will be uh, interesting to hear because uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot of bears and uh, a lot of things in the mountains out there in the hills of uh, Utah. Oh, so, yeah. I tell you, he, they, they post different pictures to their Facebook, and uh, wow, I tell you, I, I'd be done after day one. <laughs> Makes you just think about your uh, your little trek you take here in Urbandale. You know, you go you go around the block or around, you know, five square miles a block, and makes you think about that twice, doesn't it, John? Yes, it does. 
Yes, it does indeed. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting uh, weekend for uh, birthday. I worked all day, and of course, I got uh, I got shamed into a lot of stuff that I don't <laughs> recall. And there's pictures that come out on certain people's Facebooks, uh, uh, memory, you know, those memory pictures that yeah, pop up. Yeah, I saw and, that. Uh, I saw the umpire of Mary's. It's a good picture, yeah, man. I just kind of. I just kind of start hiding when stuff like that. I hear it comes out. Yep, they're talking about you again. Or uh, yeah, your picture's out there again. I says, man, I don't even. I'm not even on social media. Now, do you get your birthday meal? So, like yeah. whatever you want to eat that day is what you're going to eat. Yes, uh, I went out to one of my favorite Mexican restaurants there you go. here in Urbandale and uh, celebrated on uh, Saturday night. So love that. I have my son along with us, and uh, of course we got a. We got a packed birthday. His uh, his girlfriend's birthday is today, so I want to say happy birthday to Paige. And then uh, my son's birthday happens to be the same day as some guy named John Leonette, yes. the Catholic evangelist, the guy who's on fire uh, this coming June fourth. So I, I, I know that day very well. That will be Thursday. So uh, yes, we'll be uh, we'll be grilling some steaks on on my thirty fifth. I thought you might. Yep. <laughs> right. That's what I want. Well, let's get to it. You mentioned Megan uh, has the uh, TV 13 duty this morning. Jerry Ann hasn't had a day off since all this pandemic began, but she took this morning off. So uh, Megan Selwa on the on the TV this morning and you on the radio today, John. There what we a go. combination. Well, I'll tell you, it's going to be a hot week. I think that's probably all you need to say. Yeah, it is. It will be very warm as our temperatures starting to change. And right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have uh, cloudy skies and uh, we're, we have some spotty showers in the area right now. 66 degrees, a south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. And today the spotty showers continue this morning. Partly cloudy and warm later on this afternoon. A high of 85 degrees, south-southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And we could, we could see gusts up to a uh, 30 miles per hour, blowing all that warm air from the south and the humidity back into our uh, climate here in central Iowa. Tonight, mostly clear, overnight low of just 69 degrees. The winds will continue 10 to 20 miles per hour out of the south with gusts of 30 miles per hour overnight. And then tomorrow, don't forget, Tuesday is Election Day, partly cloudy and hot. High of 92 degrees will be our warmest day of the week. On Wednesday, and uh, chance of isolated showers, and we could see uh, thunderstorms with uh, large hail and damaging winds possible by Wednesday, a high of 87 degrees. The rest of the week, more of the same, part, uh, partly cloudy, thunderstorms, isolated showers uh, Thursday and Friday with highs in the mid-80s. Well, in the news, on this uh, Monday morning, the state of Iowa is announcing a $3.5 million to go and support food insecurity efforts and, in essence, create a mini-supply chain in reaction to hardships faced by Iowans that have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Iowa Lieutenant Governor Adam Gregg says $500,000 will help expand the Pass the Pork program to include beef. Uh, The program encourages producers to donate livestock to local meat lockers where it's processed and ends up at food banks or pantries. There are also plans to add donations from turkey, dairy, and egg farms. Lieutenant Governor Gregg also announced another million dollars will go to buy uh, food pantry staples, staples such as rice, pasta, and oatmeal in bulk. AmeriCorps volunteers will then repackage the items into smaller consumer packages. And finally, Lieutenant Gregg says another million dollars will go to support food banks and pantries along with the Double Up uh, Food Bucks program for SNAP recipients. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And how about this day? This is the first day Iowa high school baseball and softball teams can be have 
their first practice. Some of them had it at midnight last night, and uh, the first games will be played two weeks from today. So high, Iowa high school softball and baseball teams begin practice today. High schools are currently uh, working on revising their baseball and softball schedules, and we'll have our Dowling baseball and softball schedule up sometime this week as their schedule just got finalized last week, and we'll be com- compiling a list of games to cover right here on Iowa Catholic Radio with Joe Stacy on the call this summer. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have partly or uh, partly to mostly cloudy skies right now, 66 degrees. We have some spotty showers in central Iowa off and on, and today we will see uh, spotty showers give way to partly cloudy and warmer temperatures. Today's high, 85 degrees, south-southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour with gusts up to 30 miles per hour throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti Show, and coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Things are looking good as we started off this morning. Accident free. Just to keep an eye out for that construction as you are out and about today. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Deacon Dave O'Brien. It's all about Hey, Deacon Dave. Good morning, John. How are you doing this morning? Well, I'm okay. How about you? I'm doing just fine. Uh, let's talk Pentecost a little bit, and then I want to talk peace with you, if that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Let's do it. Pentecost Sunday, the fire of the Holy Spirit. Right. The fire of the Holy Spirit. You know, God's, one of God's images, especially in Exodus at the Mount Sinai, was God came down in fire. Smoke and fire, right? And so we see in Pentecost this symbolism, or not symbolism, but the tongues of fire, God coming down and, and, and starting, you know, the fire in people's hearts. He's putting there his law now, as in Sinai, it was on stone. This time it's coming down uh, in, in their hearts. He's going to put it in their hearts, you know. And it is the Holy Spirit, right? You know, it's kind of a divine image here. It's not, you know... Jesus breathing onto them, which we see in the gospel, really. It's God coming down to them and and enkindling this fire in their hearts to go out and uh, tell all people, which mm-hmm. is the second the second thing is, of course, of all the different people that are there, yet they could all understand through the Holy Spirit, they could understand what they were saying. And so I think it's a really great image of Pentecost in the sense of what it means that God's fire in our hearts, and if it's the true fire of God in our hearts, then people will understand. Yeah, I, I think for me, the, the biggest takeaway for Pentecost always is they were not afraid. They, 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 that fear left them. You know, they were lo- the doors were locked. They were scared out of their minds, and yet Jesus comes to them in their midst, showing them, them his wounds and sending them out, and they went. They went out and changed the world. Yep, they just, they, they, you're right, John. It was an excellent point, excellent insight in the sense that fearless. No matter what happens, 
we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna evangelize. We're gonna stay faithful. A lot of people say, you know, today stay faith, stay stay safe. No, stay faithful. Stay faithful through it all. Yeah. There's no doubt. I want to switch gears a little bit because uh, what's happening in our world today, I think uh, I want a little bit of your insight from. I know leaders of the U.S. Bishops Conference have responded uh, to the killing of George Floyd, an African-American man in Minneapolis this week, last week, by stressing that the fight to eradicate racism is a pro-life issue. And the bishops said, quote, as bishops, we uniform, we unequivocally, excuse me, state that racism is a life issue. Racism is not a thing of the past or simply a throwaway political issue to be bandied about when convenient. It is real present danger that must be met head on. As members of the church, we must stand for more difficult right and just actions instead of the easy wrongs of indifference. We cannot turn a blind eye to these atrocities and yet still try to profess uh, to respect every human life. Uh, then going on, and of course, uh, saying a lot more, I don't have time to read the whole thing, it's a longer letter, uh, than to talking about uh, calls for justice and peace amidst this time as well, um, especially during uh, marches and protests, that their hope and prayer is that people will remain safe and peace will be brought to our um, to our country and ultimately our world uh, through this. Any thoughts you have on things that you've seen? Well, I, as always, stay faithful, John, because the peace that's going to be brought is the peace through is the peace through God, right? You know, not as the world gives it, but as I give it. Yeah. And we, as as human beings, sometimes want to want to create our own. And so that's that's the other part. The other part is is there's always going to be the other side of that, uh, which I call evil. It's going to stoke the fires of the opposite, right? And to keep people unpeaceful. And so we have to really continue, I think, to maintain we have to maintain our our balance in all of this and understand. What God is calling us to here? Why? Why all of that? And, and there is no question, no question that racism is a big problem in our country today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know, folks, this is when I was, uh, you know, watching all of this and over the weekend, I, I tried to limit as much as I could because I was with my family and my kids, and you know, I wanted to have some talks with them. They're, they're very young, but still, we we had some pretty powerful talks and. I, and I said, um, you know, when I said, Joseph and Gianna, I said, the world, we, as a world, we seek justice. We seek justice for every single human being, no matter who they are, what they look like, even what they've done. We want justice. But justice is not just some theory. Justice is a person. That what we're seeking when we're seeking what is right and what is good is we're seeking Jesus. What we're seeking when we're seeking peace is we're seeking Jesus, you know. So, And that was just a time for me, just with my kids, to be able to, because they, they couldn't help but see some of the things that were going on. And, and I wanted to help them understand that in perspective. But also, I think for all of my listeners and myself just included, what we're seeking right now in our culture is, is Jesus. And, and this is very real and it's very present for us today. I really encourage people to listen to our bishops, to read, get on Catholic News Agency and read what it is that uh, they've written in this, because I thought what they wrote was really good, as well as many of our other Catholic leaders today. But this is something that we continue to pray for here, especially at Iowa Catholic Radio, and might be something to even fast for today, Deacon. Yeah, no question. It's, it's, it's certainly going to take a little bit of upping our, our faithful game, right, Johnson? When so many people, when, when everybody says, how you doing? Well, I'm hanging in there. You know, Jesus hung in there, too. You know, and that's, that's the image we have to do, is to hang in there. But in the, in the, in the case of sacrifice and, and prayer and continuing to talk the language of God 
instead of the language of man. Yeah. Talk the language of God, which is, you know, I just think that's exactly what the Holy Spirit is about. As we seek justice and peace in our culture today, friends, maybe take up one thing, as I always call to uh, during these moments, uh, to be able to fast for today and uh, offer it as a prayer. Because it can be easy for us to sit back and just say, well, you know, we need to pray, we need to pray, we need to pray, and then we never get around to actually praying. Uh, that's the most powerful thing we can do and unleash in our culture right now is the Holy Spirit and the power of what Christ Jesus wants to enact in each and every one of our lives, creating a more just and more peaceful society. And that's when we invite him into our world and into our lives as well. Deacon Dave O'Brien, talk to you soon, sir. God bless you, John. Take care. All right. Coming up right after this, Anthony Digman is going to be on the show, a Catholic speaker and author. He's got a new book out called Contraception and the Church. We're going to talk about his conversion of heart when it came to the church's teachings on natural family planning uh, as well. Uh, no Megan Selwell today, as we said. We'll see if Joe Stopula is going to be in those mountains. We'll see if we can get a hold of him. And then coming up, uh, Jake Dowd at 745, who is a focus, excuse me, not focus, um, uh, uh, hang on a second. I lost it. I lost it, Deacon Tony. What's, oh, it's, only I, it's only Monday. What's going on here? Uh, all right. Well, well, anyway, my, 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 my brain is all jumbled right now. We'll get back to it when we come back. John Lee Eddie in the morning right here on this Monday. We'll see who's up first here if I can mess this one up too. Uh, thank you to Dean Bell, Bell Construction, for underwriting this show. Um, you know, Dean, one of the things that's been difficult for me, as I've told you, is during all this coronavirus, we've been unable to play basketball, get together. That's probably why I put on a little bit of weight. But nonetheless, I've been able to stay in touch with some of my good friends that have been playing ball, and Dean's one of them. He's doing well. Residential re-roofs, 963-4494, all throughout central Iowa. I want to thank Dean for underwriting the show and all he continues to do for us here. That's 963-4494. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. 
Hello, everyone. This is John Martinoni from Open Line Monday. I always tell people Catholic Radio does three primary things. It makes good Catholics better Catholics. It brings fallen away Catholics back to the faith. And it brings non-Catholics closer to and sometimes even into the faith. Your money towards Catholic Radio is going for a very good cause. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Oot feed them. There it is. Boy. Uh, yes, Jackson Dow coming up at 745 today, friends. Going to be talking about Oot feed em. Uh He is uh, leading a group, and he's new uh, to leading that group. So uh, one as a new mentor, we're going to have him on for our monthly segment with them. In the meantime, let's go to a Catholic author, father, speaker, Anthony Digman, back on the show. Hello, sir. Good morning, John. I should probably say educator, because besides being a husband and father, that's that's your leading role. You're really doing a lot of that, especially right now, uh, and, and helping people understand the Church's teachings, in particular, contraception in the Catholic Church. Uh, you've got a book called Sign of Contradiction, Contraception, Family Planning, and Catholicism. Before we get into actually the meat and potatoes of the book, I want to talk about you, because you really had kind of a conversion uh, through to the Church's teachings on this. What happened? Sure, yeah, thanks for asking, John. So I, I was probably about 18 years old or so, and I was a cradle Catholic, and you know, I was kind of on the fence about a lot of stuff. I just wasn't super committed. I wasn't opposed to a lot necessarily, at least not in, in my conscious mind, but when I was about 18 years old, things just started clicking for me. I started asking deeper questions about college and my future and what's the meaning of life and why am I doing what I'm doing and am I even Catholic? Do I even believe that it's real, that it's true? And I was very blessed. My father uh, shared with me a whole bunch of well, back then it was cassettes, right? Uh, a whole bunch of cassettes of, of Catholic converts. So Scott Hahn, Steve Ray, Tim Staple, just this whole slew of, of great um, Catholic converts. And I just ate it up. I was so impressed. And I started digging into Catholic apologetics and just became overwhelmed by, by the truths of our Catholic faith. But one of the lingering issues that really bothered me, John, was this contraception thing. Because um, I was a public school graduate uh, out of high school, uh, had Catholic school, elementary school education, but I'm from very rural Iowa. The closest Catholic school was probably 30, 40 miles away, um, and then through into larger city. So it would have been a good, good hour and 15-minute drive to get to those. And um, as I started looking into the contraception issue, uh, I, I just thought that the Church was crazy, because I was used to a, a sexual education class from public school, and I thought, well, I know all the different contraceptives and how effective they are, and yeah, I know that there's abstinence, you know, that that's an option, but I'm like, the Catholic Church is way out of line. What does it expect Catholic people to do? You know, how many kids does it expect us to have if contraceptives are immoral, and, and why? why? Why would we teach something like that? That seems so out of touch with modern medicine and science. Um, and then I got a hold of a CD of Dr. Janet Smith. Right, and I, I listened to her contraception why not talk, which mm. is just epic, you know. And that was the first time I ever heard really good logic and reason and evidence behind the church's teaching, and I was just floored. So at that point, I, I continued to dig into the the subject throughout college. I would do whenever I had a chance to uh, talks uh, for classes and stuff like that. Um, and research some more you know, for an ethics class. I remember writing a research paper on it. You know, I dig in 
not not a lot, but whenever I had the opportunity to do something semi-controversial, I dig in on that topic and learn more and more. And I just continue to be impressed by the church's teaching in that area. Well, it's one thing to be impressed by it. It's another thing to write a book on it, especially when it comes to uh, contraception. And, and you really, I mean, took time. This isn't just kind of your story. You really went into uh, the depths here of, of the church's teachings, a lot of research that you put into it. Um, anything surprising to you as you research a book like this? Um, you know, one of the things that <laughs> really kind of struck me as I was doing the research and then the writing process is the idea of uh, medicine, okay? Um, what, what is a medicine? So I got to reflect on this. Well, a medicine is something that helps our body work correctly, okay? So if I have, you know, high blood pressure, something like that, I, that's not okay. That's not you know, how my body was naturally made to function. So I take a medicine that helps with that, or, or maybe I have some other disorder or disease of the body. I take a medicine to help it function the way it's supposed to function. But interestingly, contraceptives, which hormonal contraceptives like the pill, are the most commonly taken pharmaceutical by women in America of fertile age. Okay, so you're talking teenagers all the way up through menopause. Okay, so very, very widespread taken pharmaceutical drug. Okay, but I looked at that and I'm like, you know, it just dawned on me. I'm like, you know, this is not a medicine. This is actually would better fit the definition of a poison. Because these, what do they do? They take a, a normal, fertile, healthy female body and it intentionally renders it infertile. That, that's not a medicine. A medicine helps, you know, and my wife and I, after we got married, we used uh, fertility awareness-based methods, natural family planning for um, a few months before we uh, tried to conceive. And then we had trouble conceiving. You know, it took us a couple years before we were able to conceive. And uh, thanks be to God, we got in touch with NAPRO technology out of uh, Omaha. Uh, the Creighton method is related to that. And we're able to conceive three more uh, kiddos, no problem after that, more or less no problem. But, um, so, I mean, the, the infertile couple knows what health is all about. Health in terms of fertility, is, is, is being able to conceive. And it seems like the, the ones who really click into that and understand that are the ones who have trouble conceiving, which is no small number uh, amongst today's population at all. So that was really big to me, John, was realizing that, you know what, hormonal contraceptives are, are not a medicine. They're actually a poison. What do you say to people that say, well, natural family planning, that's just kind of Catholic contraception, right? Yeah, that's a fun one. There's a couple different directions to go with that piece. First of all, on the Catholic point, is that um, outside of the, within the Catholic Church, we usually call it natural family planning. Outside of the Catholic Church, it's usually called fertility awareness-based methods. I actually prefer that definition better, I think, or that, that term, uh, because it, it's right on the money. It's very accurate. Um, but regardless of, of how you term, you know, terminology it, whatever term you use for it, um, it's actually growing in popularity outside Catholicism. Yeah. There's a good number of uh, evangelical groups who uh, are, are turning that direction for religious and moral reasons, but there are also a good number of people in the purely secular world who are turning to fertility awareness-based methods because of how safe, uh, healthy, how effective they are, that they're totally green, they're very pro-health. You can actually diagnose health issues with uh, fertility awareness-based methods because a woman becomes so in tune with her body and how her fertility is working that she is able to pick up on problems much quicker than we could under any normal circumstances. 
and then she can seek uh, assistance for that. You know, I remember reading a testimony from a physician who was not convinced at all of NFP or fertility awareness-based methods until he had a woman come in who said, I know something's wrong, and she showed him his chart and said, here's what I'm experiencing, here's how it used to be, I've got something going on. They ran a couple tests, nothing came back, and she said, I know something's wrong, here's, here's what's happening, I need you to look into this. And he did, and they, they tried a couple of other tests, and they were able to diagnose an early stage of cancer. And he was absolutely shocked by it because she, she knew her body. I mean, her body was telling her something's, something's out of whack, uh, and she was able to pick up on that because she was so in tune with her femininity and her fertility. It was beautiful. Wow. Well, I know this has changed uh, my, my wife's life, and my wife has her own conversion story behind it. She's been very vocal about it, and many others, you know, friends. I, I just hope um, if this is something that, you know, you're, you're maybe you're, you're sitting back right now and you're totally opposed to this, I want you to, to pick up this book, and, and I just want you to read it. Give it a fair read because um, if, if you're interested in learning more on it, because I'll tell you, I, I think you did a really good job. You don't come down, you know, heavy handy. You don't come down, let's say, the word judgy, if you will. You just present it, Anthony, and you have a great way of doing that, and, and here's what it is, and here's why it can change your life. And I know you're giving uh, talks and presentations about it all over the country as well, and, and just uh, really helping people come to understand the freedom that they can find in this. The book is called Sign of Contradiction. Where can they get it? Oh, yeah, great question. So my website, anthonydigman.com, or the publisher is One More Soul out of Dayton, Ohio. What's your next book? Oh, boy, I've got several I'm working on right now, buddy. I, I, I want to do a Catholic analysis of the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. So wow! There might be several small small books coming out. You know, <laughs> you're, you're in my interview that I put on uh, my podcast, uh, sponsored by Iowa Catholic Radio. That, that blew up when it was uh, uh, on Star Wars and Catholicism. Oh, yeah. that, that, is that like the most popular thing you, t- you do? Um, actually, the most popular thing I do is probably my three-talk uh, parish mission that I do on evidence for why God, why Christianity, and why Catholicism. Um, that's something I'm, I'm very deep on, and uh, it's... Unfortunately, I think, John, as Catholics today, we just we don't understand the foundations of our faith so well, and that makes it tougher to go deeper sometimes. Um, and I love those series of talks because I'm, I'm a natural skeptic. Like, everything in our faith is hard for me to believe. Uh, so I really enjoy sharing with fellow Catholics who may not believe. I, I, I love that skeptical mindset. Why do we believe in God? What's the evidence? Why do we believe in Christianity? What's unique about Christianity amongst the world of religions? And why be Catholic? There's so many different kinds of Christians that we could be. Okay, why be Catholic? And it's, it's all a truth-based presentation looking at scientific evidence, archaeological evidence, historical data, uh, the works. It's, it's really powerful. AnthonyDigman.com. Anthony, thanks for coming on, brother. We'll have you on again. God bless, John. Take care, buddy. All right. That's Anthony Digman, everyone. Uh, Good stuff. Get his books, really. And go back and listen to the podcast, Your Catholic Life podcast uh and uh you, you can you can hear the talk between uh between us or just uh, it, it was a short conversation but it was on catholicism and star wars and it was good i let my son listen to that and he loved it uh all right coming up in the second half hour jackson dowd of Utfidum. he is a new mentor uh in Utfidum, and we of course uh, talk about them every month and bring on different guests different coaches mentors people that are part of the program uh and really just try to uh, talk to about what it is that they're doing to change the culture right here in Des Moines uh, for Christ. And so we'll have Jackson on coming up in the second half hour. We'll see if we can get Joe on in those mountains. I, I want to say last year he did it uh, from, from, from his hike. So I'm going to send him a text here during this break, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll see if we can get him on. Don't go anywhere, friends. John Lee, in the morning right here on this Monday.
Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Blessman International, yes, things look a lot different for them right now, but hopefully, slowly, one foot in front of the other, they're going to get back to what it is that they do and have done so well since 2001, the founding of Blessman International. Feeding children, Limpopo, South Africa, helping families uh, just by even building toilets and wells, water wells, so much more. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting this show and your partnership here with Iowa Catholic Radio. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now at today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary of Magdala. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. After this, aware that everything was now finished, in order that the scripture might be fulfilled, Jesus said, I thirst. There was a vessel filled with common wine. So they put a sponge soaked in wine on a sprig of hyssop and put it up to his mouth. When Jesus had taken the wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he handed over the spirit. Now since it was preparation day, in order that the bodies might not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, For the Sabbath day of that week was a solemn one. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs be broken and they be taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and then of the other one who was crucified with Jesus. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one soldier thrust his lance into his side, and immediately blood and water flowed out. The Gospel of the Lord Without a husband or son to provide for her, a woman in this scriptural time and culture has little to no standing. So, by giving Mary and John to each other, John is caring for his mother, and even more importantly, is establishing her as mother of the church. What a generous and beautiful gift from the Lord, his own mother, even before he expires on the cross, while offering himself up for the world. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. This is going to be a glorious unfolding. Well, as many of you have seen, recent reports show numerous riots, uh, and, and many of you have been following this on the news, occurring in the United States in response to the death and killing of George Floyd. Uh, violence and civil unrest is occurring throughout the country. Um, EWTN 
is uh, is on it, and they've they've talked about um, many different places right now that are, are falling victim to that. One of those, unfortunately, is St. Patrick's Cathedral, New York, uh, which uh, rioters have uh, vandalized the historic landmark there. Uh, seen, I believe, yesterday. Um, several photos have surfaced on social media depicting the desecration, which included a lot of profanity uh, on that beautiful structure. I know St. John's Church uh, was, it, not the church itself, I believe the church was saved, but I think it was the nursery in the basement of the church was lit on fire there uh, as well. Again, the calls for justice and what's needed to change in our country is very real and people's lives are hurting many different African Americans. The bishops have put themselves uh, here on the front lines and uh, talking about racism and the scourge of it uh, in our country and the need for us to speak up against it. They are doing so. Uh, again, I want to point to CatholicNewsAgency.com, but uh, let us all be clear, and I think all of us are on the same page here this isn't the answer, uh, rioting and looting. Of course, protests are, and protests are good. Praise God, they're beautiful, and it can be a beautiful thing. But when it turns into uh, riots and loots, it's just it's not good for anyone. All, uh, all are hurt by it, and I don't think it does well to serve the justice in memory of African-American George Floyd. Uh, so anyway, we continue to pray for peace in our country right now, especially, and we, we, I hope anyway that, that things can calm down tonight. And oh, my family, we are praying. We're not just saying we're praying. We're praying for peace. We dedicated our prayer time to that yesterday, that hearts and minds can be converted and transformed, that true justice can reign in our country, and that peace, as we work together, uh, can continue to reign in our hearts as well. The peace, the one who is Jesus Christ. All right, Deacon Tony, let's offer our day to Almighty God and offer uh, ourselves for peace in our country. You know, what's scary, John, is that there seems to be an underlying current of it's not just about Floyd anymore, that it's just an excuse for some of these anti-government groups to uh, get their agenda going. Right. Groups like Antifa and uh, the white supremacists, and they're just looking for a foothold to uh, cause trouble. Well, as we said, it doesn't do justice to George Floyd at all. And Exactly. Uh, so, again, continue to pray that hearts and minds can be transformed, that peaceful protests will continue to happen, and that um, all will be involved. I saw some great, some great videos yesterday, and I think good can outweigh the bad, and I think it probably is. We just don't see all of it. It doesn't make all the headlines the good. But, yeah. you know, police and protesters working together, a lot of good things coming out of that. So there's, there's a lot of good. You might have to search a little bit deeper for it right now, but I know there's a lot of good that's happening and, and change that can take place, too. It's unfortunate that the good doesn't make the headlines. That's right. You've got to scroll a little does. bit deeper uh, and, and longer for That's that. That's right. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Hello, sir. Well, good morning once again, John. Happy Monday to you. A big week for the Leonetti family as we get ready to celebrate your birthday here in a few days, and that'll be uh, that could be a protest too. I think you know we might be able to protest that. So I'll be we'll I'll be leading that. that. I'll be leading that man. Yeah, Thirty-five. That. that just sounds old. <laughs> Is that what it's up to now? Thirty-five. Thirty-five, man. 
Yeah. Me, John. You don't look a day over uh, 36. You really don't. Well, uh, you wouldn't so know. It. Since I was 25, I've been bald. So, you know, it, it did add a little bit of age to me over the years. So. <laughs> yeah, and, and speaking of bald, I'm in a dilemma. And I, I might need your help and a few of the Iowa Catholic Radio listeners' help. Um, you know, I, I've had a temporary barber during the pandemic. Uh, of course, my <laughs> guy that I go to has been shut down. I think he, he has reopened. And guy on the south side, I always keep my south side ties somehow, and yes. uh, he lets me in. Well, um, you know, I've had a temporary barber. That's been my wife and daughter, and uh, they're they're known for their buzz cuts. Um, I always give them a tip, a tip of the day, you know. <laughs> and I, I've got to go with one or the other, so I might need your assistance. Yeah, I have a feeling that tip isn't uh, isn't what would be traditional, known as a tip to the barber. Well, does it have to be monetary? Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. I'm sure you got plenty of those. <laughs> So I'm debating that. Now, I won't be on the program tomorrow, so you might know what happens. Uh, tomorrow will be a big election day, but yes. I'm debating whether to get my hair cut and, and by who, my wife and daughter or uh, my regular barber. So well, you better figure that out because you're going to have a busy, long day tomorrow. I know, and it could be even longer if I, depending on the decision I make. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it could be a lot longer. I may, I may be pulling an all-nighter. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, just some dilemmas as uh, we uh, we open the, the country back up. Uh, you know, that's one of them. That's do you, it. Do you use your temporary barber, or do you go back to your old barber? Yeah, I, I, I've been using the same barber for the last 10 years, and that's me. So I, I don't have much to much to decide there. <laughs> Well, that's an easy answer. Yeah. Easy answer. All right. All right, my friend. Well, I know Jimmy will take the reins tomorrow and uh, get you through the election day. I'll be in, immersed in that from 5 a.m. on. But uh, hopefully everything will turn out well, and I'll be back with you on Wednesday. Good luck. Uh, thank you very much. I will need it. And that's just the hair the hair part I'm going to need help with. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm picking and choosing right now. All right. From the WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa, currently in Des Moines, we have... At the Mercy One Studio, cloudy skies. There is some light rain, spotty showers in central Iowa also. 66 degrees with a south-southeast wind at 10 miles per hour. And today we will see those spotty showers give way to partly cloudy and warmer weather. Today's high 85 degrees with south-southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. We could see gusts up to 30 miles per hour. So you golfers out there later on this afternoon, be mindful of that. Tonight mostly clear, overnight low of 69 degrees. The winds will continue out of the south-southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour with gusts at 30 miles per hour. So it'll be a windy night. And then tomorrow, election day on your Tuesday, partly cloudy and hot. High of 92 degrees will be our warmest day of the week. On Wednesday, isolated showers and thunderstorms back in the forecast. Some of those uh, showers and thunderstorms could have large hail and damaging winds on your Wednesday. High of 87 degrees. Thursday and Friday, more of the same. Isolated showers and thunderstorms with highs in the mid-80s. Well, in the news on this Monday morning... The state of Iowa is announcing a $3.5 million to support food insecurity efforts and, in essence, create a mini-supply chain in reaction to hardships faced by Iowans that have been been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Iowa Lieutenant Governor Adam Gregg says $500,000 will help expand the Pass the Pork program to include beef. Lieutenant Governor Gregg also is announcing $1 million to buy food pantry staples, including rice, pasta, and oatmeal in bulk. And he says another million dollars will go 
to support food banks and pantries. And $1 million will also expand the Double Up Food Bucks program uh, that uh, SNAP recipients enable Iowans in need to get to produce from stores or farmers' markets. Markets. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and today is the opening day of high school baseball and softball practices here in the state of Iowa as teams begin uh, their practices on their way to their first games, which will be two weeks from today on uh, uh, Monday, June 15th. High schools are currently working on revising their baseball and softball schedules for the updated season, and we'll have our updated list here on Iowa Catholic Radio for Dowling Baseball and Softball, and we should have that completed uh, later on this week. Joe Stacy with the call. This summer, uh, beginning on uh, June 15th, as he will cover Dowling Baseball and Softball once again for Iowa Catholic Radio. And once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, cloudy skies with uh, scattered showers in the area, 66 degrees at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines. Today we will see spotty showers give way to partly cloudy skies and warm conditions, a high of uh, 85 degrees with south-southwest winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour with gusts near 30 miles per hour at times throughout the day. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Monday morning. John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson. He has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM. 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free as we continue with that drive this morning. Just watch out for the construction as you are out and about today. Follow the posted detour signs and just be aware of some reduced lanes as well. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today, Saint wrote one of the earliest defenses of the Eucharist in the first century after Christ's death. We celebrate Saint Justin Martyr today. He was born into a pagan family in Judea and considered himself a Gentile. He studied philosophy his whole life, particularly at the school of Plato, before coming to the conclusion that Christianity offered more answers to the fundamental questions of the world than did philosophy. So Justin converted and continued to pursue knowledge and understanding of the world. Justin became a great apologist and defended the faith against many misunderstandings and attacks. Two of his works survive today, one addressed to the Roman emperor and one to the Roman state. For his staunch defense of the Catholic faith, Justin was beheaded in 165 AD. Today we remember him and we honor him. St. Justin Martyr, pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, a family man that knows how important wills and estate planning really is. Thank you for underwriting our saint of the day. 30 years in practice, 224-1776. That's 224-1776. Joe Stopulus, host of Man Up. Where are we at today? You know what? We are just the foothills of the San Juan Mountains, John, uh, outside of Telluride. We're going to head into there in about 30 minutes, take off, and start hiking the mountains down here. First time I've ever been to them, they are spectacular. How long? What's your longest hike during this trip? Oh, gosh, nothing crazy. Five, five miles, maybe. We have one that's scheduled for seven and a half, like a super center seven and a half. I don't think we're going to be able to do that, quite frankly. We'll see with the kids if they can do it, but 
you know, five five miles. You guys asleep by seven thirty at night? Oh no, unfortunately not. No, we're up pretty late usually. My goodness, it's, you know, it's it's still light outside, and we're tent camping and whatnot. And, Is this um, just the trip of your yeah. life? No, they're all great. I mean, every year. I mean, I think after we started doing this about four or five years ago, it's like we can't not do this. You know, it's just so yeah. great to see different parts of the country uh, and, and just get out and explore. And again, I mean, I, I went on a well, after two years ago when we did this. I on the show, I was on this big. I don't know what you call it. I, I couldn't stop pontificating on how just God is everywhere in nature. Yeah, and especially in the mountains, that. it's really hard. It's really hard to not see it. You know. Yeah. Um, and we were at this the black. It was called the Black Canyon of the Gunnison yesterday, and it's just a sheer cliff, two thousand feet down, and you're, it just takes your breath away. Like, what can take your breath away more than more than nature? It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, I, I have to do it. I, mean, I just got to get out to the mountains uh, once a year if possible, uh, and the kids love it, and so it's yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, I said, you know, Lena, we want to do like a one or two day hike with you next year sometime. You got to teach us the ropes here, but I want indoor plumbing, yeah. and I want hotels. All right. I'll go, I'll so, settle for the four star this time, but I, that's 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 where I'm going. You uh, you caught me on a hotel night. Uh, we had three nights of camping, <laughs> one night in a hotel, and two nights of camping uh, coming forward here. So you go join us tonight for the one night in the hotel we're at. The one so. night hotel is where I'm at. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> what do we got coming up on your show? Yeah, you bet. So uh, Grayson Dahl, uh, I got an opportunity to sit down with Grayson Dahl, who's a uh, young man, uh, good friend of Tim Jamison and some of the other uh, people at Iowa Catholic Radio. And got introduced to him, and he is just on fire with the faith. This guy um, had, a, had a battle with pornography that he's very open about uh, at a young age. I think he's about 22, 23 ish, somewhere in there. <clears throat> um, and very open about his, his battle and what, especially for young people. I mean, this, he, you know, I'm one of my 34. He, he grew up at a different time than I did uh, with technology. So, I'll, you know, an interview with him is going to be two parts, John, because there's so much to cover with this. And I think. It's shocking uh, the difference between our generation and the, what's coming up uh, on, on the exposures they've had and, and how bad it's impacting their life. So Grayson's I was happy to join me for, for a two-part episode today with the first part of that. 9 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. Host of Man Up here on Iowa Catholic Radio, Joe Stopulus. Talk to you soon, brother. Have a See safe you, day. Thanks, brother. All right. Coming up right after this, Jackson Dowd, Utfidum coordinator, new, excuse me, not coordinator, but uh, coach, mentor, he's new to it. Uh, we're going to have our Utfidum segment right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nighty in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. A Catholic veteran family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, including paver patios, sidewalks, retaining walls, premium boulder walls, window wells, and more passionate about their work and service that they provide. Honesty and and integrity you can count on. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Monday, June 1st. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Jose Ronaldo. Father Ronaldo offers Hispanic ministry at three parishes in the Des Moines metro. Happy birthday! Did you know that you can hear from Bishop Johnson weekly as he reflects on the Sunday's gospel? Check out the Diocese of Des Moines YouTube channel or facebook.com slash dmdiocese. Bishop's live stream Wednesday masses can also be found on YouTube and Facebook. The Diocese of Des Moines will be celebrating on Friday, June 12th, as three of our seminarians, Brad Roby, Jake Epstein, and Breed Flood, will be ordained transitional deacons for the Diocese of Des Moines, their last step before ordination to priesthood next year. You can join us as we live stream the entire ordination mass at facebook.com slash dmdiocese the evening of June 12th. That's facebook.com slash dmdiocese. 
That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Listen to Be Not Afraid with Father Fabian Mancata and Father PJ McManus Tuesday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you, Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte for underwriting Catholic Women Now. As an authorized independent agent, Cindy's team can provide health insurance options from Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. Cindy Schulte at 1315 50th Street in West Des Moines or on the web at cindyschulte.com. 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Wellmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa is an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. Products available at Farm Bureau Financial Services. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. You are the Thanks for joining me, friends. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. GoldenRulePHC.com. Boy, we'll need those air conditioners as they start revving up this weekend. It's going to be hot. I know a couple days it might be a little miserable out there. But thank you, GoldenRulePHC.com. Let's go to my last guest of the day, Jackson Down. He is Utfidum, uh mentor, new to Utfidum. Hey, Jackson. Hey, John. Morning. How's it going? I'm doing just fine, man. Uh, you're new to this. How'd you get involved? I am, yeah. Uh, so I kind of got in touch um, with Addie Magruder at the end of the summer, this past summer. And, uh, you know, she reached out and we had led a uh, Radix retreat together um, a couple of years ago. And she said, hey, you know, we've got this program at Dowling called Oop Feed'em. We pair uh, mentors in the area you know, with high school students um, to kind of walk with them and grow with them in their faith lives, uh, can we meet and talk? Would you be interested in this? And so, you know, we met for a cup of coffee, and uh, it seemed like a wonderful opportunity to continue um, some volunteer involvement and just to walk and grow with some young men. Um, and, you know, having mentors that did this for me uh, in the past couple of years, uh, with my time at Iowa State, um, through Catholic Youth Camp, through a various number of things, uh, I just thought it would be an awesome way to give back. So it seemed like a wonderful opportunity, and I jumped at the chance. Yeah, I, and this is something I know that, as I said, you're new to, but you really dove into it now. You have your, your first group. How's that working out, especially now that you had to go virtual? Yeah, so it's been definitely a unique situation, I think. Um, but it's been going great, and uh, the guys that we have consistently logging on to our Zoom meetings you know, every time have been uh, so resilient and so dedicated to continue to grow with each other and make these meetings something that's productive and fruitful. Um, and it's just been wonderful to see how they continue to work so hard to be a part of this and make it happen uh, as well. Because, you know, if it was just, you know, one or two of us, it wouldn't be as productive. But but with the whole team, you know, really putting forth that wonderful effort, it's been pretty seamless, I guess, compared to how it could have gone, you know. so Yeah, well, I mean, anything you've learned that uh, maybe you're taking away right now? Oh, man, yeah, from my perspective, uh, I've just kind of seen God work through these, these young men in a number of ways. 
Um, I definitely think one of the largest aspects, you know, coming to know Jesus through my role as a mentor with these guys is just seeing how he works, you know, in our group. Um, you know, for example, so every week we issue a challenge to ourselves to see how we can grow in holiness over the course of the next seven days. Um, and just seeing the reckless abandon that these guys throw themselves into these challenges with uh, has been so inspiring. I think it's something I can take away and definitely implement into my own life, whether it be my faith life or what I'm doing at work or with my family. You know, just really throwing yourselves all into whatever you're doing has been an awesome lesson I've learned, you know, just from, from my guys as well. But we love featuring Udfidim here in Iowa Catholic Radio every month and hearing different stories from uh, whether it's the coordinators, whether it's the mentors, whether it's the students themselves. And uh, lives are being changed, man. And, and this is a program that's doing just that. Jackson Dowd, thanks for coming on, man, for this short time. But yet, we appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me, John. God bless you. That's Jackson Dowd, everyone new to Udfidim, a mentor there. Just a great program. I cannot endorse that program enough. And it puts this show in the books, friends. Please continue to pray. Uh, pray for the safety of protesters. Pray for the safety of community leaders. Pray for the safety of police officers. Pray for the safety of all of those right now out there on the streets and those that are trying to create peace and hope and justice that needs that our world needs today. And that justice, as I said, is a person, and that's Jesus. Together we seek after him. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. I am John Linetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.